1: Today, we want to talk about something that has to do with reselling and your emotions. And one of the things is don't let fear prevent you from growing your reselling business. I thought this would be a really good topic. The things that people worry about with reselling, some of them are fear-based. And so to really kind of break down what fear is, why we might feel this way, and then kind of get people to think about this in a different way. So first off, let's talk about what exactly fear is. It is an unpleasant, strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. And fear is experienced in the mind, but really we can get more physical reaction from it. You don't really think of it as starting in the mind because when you are fearful, it's just, you start feeling all those emotions now, some people actually like fear, like haunted houses. They like scary roller coasters. They skydive. They zip line. They bungee jump. They like horror movies. Um, and sometimes fear, honestly, can be a good thing. It can keep us safe. You know, we grew up knowing at nighttime you lock your doors because you want to make sure you're protecting yourself. So fear is an emotion. It also can be... It can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing, but we kind of wanted to relate it to reselling because a lot of people have fear about reselling.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the way that our brains are designed, like way back when in the caveman days, fear was an emotion that our our bodies experience in order to keep us safe and alive and away from dangerous things that are going to cause us harm or death. And now that we are more evolved beings, supposedly, <laughs> that you know these uh, feelings of fear are trying to uh, keep us away from things that are going to cause us embarrassment, again, harm, danger, death, whatever. But now it's it's taken on more than just like keeping us safe physically. It's keeping us safe from, you know, like I mentioned before, embarrassment or failure or rejection or whatever the case might be. So we're going to go over, you know, what does this have to do with reselling as an entrepreneur? We, of course, face a bunch of different fears. And the first one that we wanted to talk about is the fear of failing, which I think everyone probably has experienced in some way, shape, or form in their life. Uh, whether it has to do with business or school or, you know, family stuff or whatever it might be. But with reselling, um, this is kind of a non-traditional way of making money. There are so many different ways of going about starting a reselling business and continuing that business. There's really no blueprint for like a guaranteed success. So you might have a fear that your business isn't going to make a profit, make money, make sales, whatever the case might be. However, it's, that's just like a feeling of what might happen in the future. And we cannot really predict what's going to happen in the future. What we can do is take actionable steps to make sure that those things don't happen. And that is going to ease your fear of failing in business or in whatever your fear
1: is. And with the fear of failing, sometimes we start feeling that way because we are taking on other people's fears or other people's results, even. I know we do Amazon merch, and I was talking to another reseller. They were interested in getting into Amazon merch, but because they saw so many people not having success with it, they had a fear of even just starting because they were afraid to fail. So a lot of times we have to kind of put those. Fears aside, and sometimes it's more of the unknown that makes you fearful, and sometimes you just have to kind of take that risk. The next thing about fear, which is very common, is fear of change, and this can be tied to just regular life. You can apply it to something as simple as a fear of change going from a W 2 job. If you are eventually going to be a full-time reseller, I don't want to speak for Casey, but I know that that was kind of a fear that he had is how do I go from working a 20 year career as an auto damage adjuster to a full-time reseller? And I know I had that fear too, that I was changing from something I knew I was really good at, which was teaching. And I taught for 10 years to now, Having to relearn things, be accountable, and that change did bring some fear. So, I think a lot of times when we're resellers, we fear change. It could be on the platform. I know a lot of people were fearful to start doing promoted listings on eBay because it was something that they just weren't used to doing, or even just changing simple things. We get so stuck in our ways that when something is forcing us to change, then we just get that emotional reaction. So it's something that you need to be aware of and try to look at it in a positive way and not let it uh, prevent you from changing something within your business.
0: Yeah, we are by nature creatures of habit. And when something is different or like you said, forcing us to change, whether that be you know, something new on a platform, a new layout, a new format, whatever it is, um, people get really upset about that because we just don't, we don't like change. But in the change is where you're forced to be a little bit more creative and excel like above and beyond um, other people that refuse to make those changes. I remember like being in the car business, there were always those like, older guys that have been in the business for 30, 40 years, you know, they like came with a building basically and they would like refuse to adapt to new Technology, they would refuse to learn about the new technology. They would, I, there was even one guy in a store that I worked at, he refused to log his customers into the computer database that we used. There's like a software that tracks your customers and tells you when their birthdays are, all the information about them. He kept everything on like little um, index cards and like a little Rolodex thing. That's insane. Like, I mean, it's, it's meant to make your life easier and not harder, but he was just so afraid of change and what that change might bring for him that he just flat out refused and it made his life so much more difficult. And when we are not willing to adapt to these changes, um, it can really hinder your success and just being a better business person in general. All right. So next up we have fearful to take risks. So A lot of people are also pretty risk averse. Um, I used to be one of those people. I feel like as I've gotten older somehow, I'm more willing to take little leaps here and there. Um, But you have to learn how to manage your risk in order to make sure that you stay successful. If you're just starting out as a reseller, or if you're thinking about starting out as a reseller, start with the items around your house or start with like $50. And that is managing your risk in a pretty reasonable way, I think. Make mistakes with that $50 or with the items around your house. Learn, really get in there, learn the platforms, learn the customer service side, learn how to do shipping, learn how to, you know, take returns. So what changed my mindset around fear and change and risk, I guess, is really thinking to myself and then logically answering this question is what is the worst that can happen here? I remember like This is kind of a really silly example, but when I was younger, I used to go fishing with my dad out on his boat and I was like petrified of the noise that the boat made. It was so loud and so intimidating as a kid and I would cry and cry and cry and they, they really tried to like get me to love it and I just like could not stand it. But the older that I got, the more I wanted to hang out with my dad and go fishing with him and it sounds like a really great time. So... Years ago, um, we had an opportunity to start fishing again, and we took the boat out. And I was so nervous and so anxious about it for some reason. They live very close to Lake Ontario. It's a huge lake, but we don't we don't go like that far away from shore. Like you could still see like the shoreline. Um, it was a nice calm day, sunny in the summer. It was beautiful outside. It's not like there were crazy waves or anything. And I was like, my, I was white knuckling it out to the this spot where we were going to fish. And I remember thinking to myself like, Okay, what is the worst that could happen here? The boat sinks and I swim back to the, you know, the shoreline. I'm a pretty decent swimmer. What's gonna what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? You know, like we're gonna be fine. So really thinking about it logically, like, why am I afraid right now? And like breaking it down in my brain, like, okay, what if what if we do lose the boat? What if it does sink? Oh well, then we just swim to shore. Like it's it's not like crazy. Waves, Like I said, we're going to be fine. So thinking about stuff like that, like if you invest $50 to start your reselling business, and let's say it crumbles to the ground for some reason, you make zero sales, you make the worst possible decisions when you're purchasing items, you buy total junk that's never going to sell. You spent 50 bucks and you also learned when you spent that $50 on what not to buy. And now you can make better buying decisions in the future. So you lost out on $50. You can invest, let's say, invest $20 next time, $25 next time, and make better buying decisions. Get some help from other resellers and learn what to look for and what to purchase to make sure that you don't make that mistake again. So just learning how to manage your risk, breaking it down really, really logically, like what is the worst that can happen here? If you spent And that's like your rent and your car payment and your cell phone bill and your electric bill next month. If you spend all your money when you first start out at it, that's not managing your risk very well. So just be very uh, aware of why you are fearful to
1: take risks and start managing your risk a little bit more uh, responsibly. With taking risks, sometimes the risk ends with the biggest reward or you learn the most from taking a risk. When we were looking for ways to find inventory, you know, our budget is a little higher than maybe a part time resellers is. And we were looking for different ways to find more things to resell. And we came across those, which were very popular at the time, those mystery Amazon boxes. And we took a risk. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't know was there going to be a reward? Were we going to, were we going to make more money and be able to resell it? We had no idea. So buying those boxes. Side unseen. We don't know what's in it. That was taking a risk. And it definitely ended not so good. Uh The boxes were crap. All we had was like old return items, even though they said that they were unopened. Um, but that was a risk that we took. We lost that money. But in the end, by taking that risk, we actually learned a lot from it. So I think sometimes taking risks ends with a big reward. It could have ended up better and we could have ended up getting a box with lots of good items and made a lot of money on it. Looking back, it was worth the risk because we learned what to buy and what not to buy. So we won't be buying those boxes again, but it was definitely worth it in my opinion. So the next one is going to be, not only do people have a fear of failure, they have a fear of being successful. And I think it's just because what does success look like? If you are able to go from part-time reselling to now full-time reselling, that's success. And sometimes people fear what that's going to look like. Yeah, so we all have this like upper limit
0: that we're just wired with. What we, and basically what that is, is what we believe we deserve in life as far as success and prosperity goes. So when we start to get closer and closer to that upper limit, we start to self sabotage to avoid getting there because that's different. It's fearful. It's change. It's new. It's the unknown, right? So the key is to gradually raise your upper limit. Um, and there's different ways of doing that. There's a book that I totally am blanking on the name of right now, but after we're done recording, I'll get the title and the author and we can link it for you guys. And he talks a lot about upper limits and how to raise that bar for yourself so you can experience more success and more prosperity in your life.
1: I feel like this next one is something that I felt as a reseller going from the teaching profession to reselling full-time, I had a lot of feedback from close friends or family that just kind of questioned, what is reselling? Why are you going to leave something you're so good at teaching to be a full-time reseller? And I think that caused me to have a fear of I was going to be judged, like people were going to continue to judge, what am I doing? Why am I reselling? People are always going to judge you. That's just how it is. It's kind of almost human nature sometimes people don't even realize that they're doing it i feel like it's how you react to judgment um it can also be a good thing because if you are getting judged you're going to want to prove them wrong and sometimes it might build your confidence uh, but sometimes we have to push those people aside and realize that reselling is a way to make money even if it's non-traditional people might judge you for it for being a full-time raiser reseller, they might even judge you because they don't think reselling is right. You don't know the background of why people are judging you for being a reseller. So really just be confident. Don't let the fear of judgment hinder you being a part-time or a full-time reseller and just push those people to the side because really you are doing it for you. You're not doing it for them.
0: Yeah. And I think when people display judgmental characteristics, things like that, it says more about them than it says about you. It's something that they are working on or dealing with or an insecurity that's coming through for them. It's them projecting that onto you because they don't understand it maybe, or it's triggering something for them, which isn't an acceptable response by any means, but you know, it, it happens and that's why it happens. And my, my theory on this is that if they're not paying my bills, if they're not um, paying for my inventory. If they're not part of my business, like they don't really get a say. Um, this is how I make my money. It's how I pay my bills. It's how I support myself and my family and live my life. If they aren't participating in that, then they really don't get a say in how I run my business or what I do for, you know, my, my employment. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that, I guess. (laughs) All right. And last up, we have the fear of the unknown. So our brains are wired to protect us, like I said before, from danger and to avoid death. And the unknown is considered a danger to your brain. Um, it's going to do whatever it can to protect you from these unknowns and these dangers. And it takes a lot to be able to override that because it's just inherently Wired. It's just something that we're we're born with. We're really just born with this wired into our into our heads. Um, but we're not we're not cavemen and cave women anymore. So we can use our best judgment and realize that these things aren't going to cause us danger, and that this specific unknown isn't going to lead us to our ultimate demise. Again, manage your risk. Take the first step. Do it afraid. You you're going to be okay. If you use the tips that we've given you in this episode, it's all going to work out. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast.
1: Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be
0: sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.